This is D Hunt's Golf Podcast. Welcome to my show. Let's get to it. Yo, 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 it's your boy D Hunt Drizzle. D Hut Drano. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, we're going to get into some golf talk. Yeah, it's a golf podcast. We're going to talk about golf. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's Tuesday. As most people have probably seen and heard, the USGA and the RNA, um, they have gathered, and they're trying to fuck golf up. I'm just kidding. Ah, just kidding. Uh, but no, really, they're 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 being assholes. Um, so for the last couple of years, um, like I said, the after year after year, um, you know, I've gotten dove or is it dove? Yeah, dove deeper into, um, or as as I've gotten deeper into golf and you know the community on Instagram and uh, you know just you know reading and listening to stuff on YouTube, TV, and whatnot, the conversation of, uh, you know, is, is distance an issue, has just gotten, it's gotten out of, out of hand, it's the stupidest conversation I've ever heard of, of all the problems in golf to have, you pick distance, like, not slow play, and then, and, the, and that's the funny thing is like these these issues these big talking points that everyone seems to have or want to bring up, you know slow play, and uh, distance, um, they have the opposite effect on the two groups. Two groups being one group uh, A group A pros. Slow play, well actually has actually slow play I think has a has a, a difference makes a difference on all the groups, both groups. Um, but from a viewing standpoint, less of an issue for pros. And then you know, slow play when you're actually on the course in or in around uh, at a, at a muni, it's you know the worst thing ever for the group B, you know the, the average golfer, which is the majority of golf of what golf is. Um, then you have this distance issue. That literally out of nowhere, like never heard anyone talk about it until maybe a year or two ago, and someone decided to ask Jack, "Well, what do you think about the distance?" Blah blah. And he's like, "Let's roll the ball back." And it's like, Jack, go home. Like, just just go in a corner somewhere. Like, I mean, you you come out one day, you you say stuff like this, and then another day you want to talk about Tiger, you know shooting an easy 64 or whatever and just shooting false confidence out there we know you don't want them to beat him you know you, you know you don't want we, we know we don't you don't want him to beat you um and so it's like like just let's well, stop like no one playing golf now even knows who you are <laughs> i'm sure there's plenty of people i mean mo- realistically most most of the golfers now are all in their, you know, 40s, 50s. It's usually when studies have shown that that's when most people pick up golf. 
is when they're on the way out of their career, at the end of their careers, you know, they're, you know, their corporate life or whatever, they're ending that. Um, and then they pick up golf, you know, something to do they can do when they retire. So <clears throat> being that golf is people that buy most of the golf equipment and get into golf are in that 40 to 50 age range. Um, it's no secret that when you get that old, when you're, when you're at that age, it's not like you're getting stronger and, you know, more limber. It's quite the opposite. So distance for them is an issue. They're trying to, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones buying most of the equipment, uh, the new equipment out there. So they're trying to, you know, pick up as much distance as they can off the tee, especially. They want to be longer. They want to be more accurate. They want to be, you know, old Bert wants to be longer than old Tim uh, so that he, you know, he can take his money every weekend. You know, it's you know he wants to be more accurate. He wants to show off his new shit every spring and, you know, try to take old Timbo's money. So if that's the majority of what the game actually is, then why are you having conversations and whatnot about, you know, stuff, you know, that caters to the tour. Like the only did like there's, I will, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll acknowledge that, you know, courses need to quit, you know, getting bigger and longer. Um, cause I mean, for, yeah, it's just stupid. Like for instance, I play, have, I play a Muni a lot that, um, most of, if not all of the par fives are three, unless you're just, you know, accurate as fuck with your three wood or three iron or something, you know, they're three shot holes. Um, so unless you're just long as fuck, which I would love to see, like, I mean, and we, we see this, like we, like <laughs> we see the, like we see the numbers, the average drive length on tour is like 285, 290. That's total distance. You have, you know, four, five, maybe ten guys on tour who are who you see on TV every week that are driving the ball, that are, you know, carrying it 300, rolling out to 340, you know. Like, there's a handful of guys that are doing that. Everyone else is, we're, we're mere mortals. Everyone else on tour and everyone else, you know, that actually plays the game. You hit it, you know. I'm working my ass off right here trying to get, you know, more accurate and, you know, stay as stay long off the tee with a, I cut a, I cut a inch off my driver. Um, so I can, you know, hit the ball straight and, you know, and hopefully with hitting the ball straight, I can, you know, make a full swing and maybe get a little longer, but I'm trying to get more flexible and all this other stuff so I can hit the ball 300 yards. And then you want to tell me that, Oh, this is a problem, man. We need to roll the ball back so no one can hit the ball as far. Like, you think old George wants to freaking go out and play golf with his with his old buddies, and you think they all want to hit two hundred and twenty yard drives? You know, and then to the you know, then we go up a level. Let's say, let's say you know, forty year old guy. He learned. He just learned the game. You know, he's been in the game. So in his fifties, he's you know fairly decent at shooting. You know, eighties, nineties. You think he wants to go out and on his, you know, on his old buddy's trip from, you know, whoever he plays with. You think he wants to go out and shoot uh, off the tee. He wants to go play this nice resort course. And you, you think he wants to sh- hit the ball 220 yards? 
200 yards off the tee. Like, no, man. Like, this, I will say the ball and technology right now is in a great spot. Um, but I, what I was going, what I'm going back to is at this muni I'm playing at, all the par fives are pretty much three shot holes. Um, you got a, you got a landing area, a big wide landing area. You hit an iron, you got to hit another iron. If you're accurate and lucky enough, you can, you know, take a three wood out and try to get it onto the green or next to the green. It's not one of those things that, uh, you, it's not one of those things that you just, you know, can just take driver out and then, you know, uh, five iron and get onto the green. Like, that's not what it is. So, I don't understand why, um, I don't understand why you, know, you can make a course to where, you know, you have to hit certain kind of shots. That's what that's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> um, so yeah, like these par fives, they're not super long, but at the same time, you like do you do you take out a driver and risk trying to hit it over the water, knowing damn well you can't carry 280, or do you just you know you play for birdie, you know what I'm saying? And then you, you play play to birdie, drop drop the par down to these you know for these majors, drop it down to 70. And you're, you know, you're playing the birdie, not eagle, uh, par five. You know, there's there's ways you can make the course to where you don't have to lengthen it, but you can, you know, add some obstacles, add some creeks, add some bunkers, add some, I don't know, some native areas, something like that. Like, to the, like, cut the freaking, cut the damn, like, cut the uh, fairway short and just put a big-ass waste bunker right there in front of the green and be like, okay, if you hit it 330 yards, you're now in a bunker. Like, good luck with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things you can do. Uh, and then, uh, also, there's a, uh, I don't know if any of you guys have played uh, Sweetens Cove, but if you haven't, you need to go. So there's a hole, number three it is, the par five. Not the longest par five in the world. Good length, though, for most people. Uh, so to the right, there's a big waste bunker. If you go too far right, you're in play, but there's a big waste bunker left. Um, not not necessarily OB. You can find it and play it, I guess, but it's not not nearly where you want to be. Um, and it's kind of a closed off area, but we can say OB. Left OB, right waste bunker. There's a specific landing area, probably about 250, 260 that you can land in, and you'll you might be all right left of the uh, the waste bunker. Then there's a big wide landing area in front of the green, which is probably way over 300 yards out. Um, so, uh, and then right in front of the green, there's this old dead tree, big as fuck, guarding ma- mo- mostly the left side of the green. Do something like that, like they're like if you're if you're playing to the left flag. Uh, I mean, it's you have to hit it over the tree, through the tree, or go low under the tree. You have to hit specific shots depending on where you are. If you if you hit your second shot off the from the fairway, you, you hit right, and you're playing to the left uh, pin placement. I mean, you gotta you gotta be you gotta hit it right onto the green, or hit some crazy shot, uh, and be left. Uh, 
or if you go long, you're if you go long and left, you're in a bunker. Long and right, you're in a little, you know, pitching area. You got you got to pitch back up, and then there's water, you know, 30 yards or 20 yards off the green. So now there's ways to protect the green, and there's ways to protect these courses from getting just you know haired. Um, so. I mean, yeah, add some waste bunkers, add some, add a creek or something like that, and like a certain yardage, and you know, do some creative shit to where you don't have to make the course longer, but you still have to, you know, get these pros to play, uh, play shots, and you know, think before they just take out driver. It's like, what? I got four hundred thirty yards. All right, this is gonna be driver nine iron, no problem. Like. You know, don't, don't, you know, there's things you can do. Like, like I said, there's my, my Muni, there's, right now only two of them can come to mind, but number two in my Muni is a par five. You got a huge wide fairway that it ends and goes into, it you know, goes into like a forest, deep trees. You have about two, 230, 240 to the trees, like, dead straight in front of you there's you got 240 yards you go a little left of that 250 yards to the car path a little further left you have you know a, a pond keep in mind the whole town there's a pond left of you so you can't go left um but you have like this you know i'd say maybe 100 yard 150 yard wide space you know kind of triangular space to hit a ball and if you take a five iron or a four iron off the tee you'll be fine you'll be in the fairway you you can hit anything from that point to get as close as you want to the green the smart decision is to hit a five iron off the tee hit another iron to get you to a comfortable distance where you know you can pitch it onto the green or hit it onto the green and then you know putt two putt or one putt depending on how close you are uh, and just, you know, go out with the birdie or a par. Like, the the creek is literally, like, right at the 265, 270 mark. So, if you can carry that, then, you know, and you're accurate, then please, by all means, take out driver and let's, let's you know, put on a show. But if you can't, then don't <laughs> and play it the way I'm telling you to play it. And there's, an, I think, 17 is a par 5. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, 17 is a par five. Um, you, you're, you know, you're at a hill, depending on what the T is. Uh, some people try to go over with the driver. If the T is moved up, the T's are moved up for whatever reason. Sometimes if you're long enough, you can hit over the creek and maybe have a two shot, you know, have your second shot onto the green. But usually it's too far back. And you just hit a little four or five iron down the hill. And then you go, you know, you take out, if you want to, if you're good at three woods, take out a three wood or your driving iron, you know, hit about 240, get onto the green or at least get close, get it around the green and, you know, try to get eagle or birdie. Um, but yeah, the, the water once again is right there where you ideally land your, your ball. If you're, you know, hitting driver, it's right there in, in, in the landing spot, and the the creek or whatever it is is, it's about 40, 50, 60 yards wide, 
So it's not like, you know, you bounce and you might be able to bounce over it. It's like, it's wide as fuck. You're not going to make it over. Um, and then number 10 is also a par five. You very narrow fairway, uh, up top or pretty much all the way down leading up to the green. Very narrow off the tee. Got to kind of like, you got to hit a fade off the tree. So left is like car path and trees. Um, and then right is tennis courts and, you know, more trees kind of runs out. If you hit too long, you end up on the street. Um, if you hit a, if you take out driver and I take out driver before I thought I hit like the most perfect drive ever. And turns out it was like literally on the, on the walking path of the street. So <laughs> don't take driver out. Even if you hit it great. Um, so yeah, super narrow fairway. Um, kind of goes doll legs left, slight doll leg left. Uh, you want to take a four or five and hit a little bit of a draw, um, or fade, fade it off the car path into the fairway. Um, and you should be good from there. And then from there, from there you can definitely go for it in two if you want to, but you, if with the four or five iron, you usually have 250, 260 to the green. So unless you're just accurate and have a good lie, um, once again, you want to take, you know, four or five iron off the fairway, hit it to about, you know, 60, 70 yards, chip on, and, you know, hopefully get birdie. So it's not like there's, like I said, there's things you can do, man. There's stuff you can do to the course, you know, at, you know, 68, 669, 7,000 yards. To, that, to make the course not as quote-unquote easy to where everyone's just parring up a storm. Uh, and even still, like, I mean, think if they, think if, you know, they put a creek, you know, 70 yards in front of the green on number 10 that I'm talking about in my course. If they put a creek or something like that right there, you, you're thinking, like, your second shot, you're like, shit, if I, like, if I don't hit whatever iron I'm hitting good. If I don't hit it good or if I don't, you know, hit the right shot, I'm in the water or, you know, if I'm, if I hit short, I have to hit chip over water. There's stuff you can do, man. Like the pros are so dang good. <clears throat> I mean, I'll, for, for us watching TV, like I don't give a fuck. I want to see guys hit the ball, you know, however far. And then we, if you, if you talk about it being a problem, you complain about it or who I don't even know who even first brought this up or how this even became a target topic but if you're gonna like you know bring it up and claim it's an issue then you you know with all your stats and everything you gotta also recognize the majority of the people that play golf are not pros um nor are they playing these venues that you claim to have a problem with so these venues are spending you know quote unquote however much money you know, doing whatever, trying to make the course long enough for players to, for it to be played how the guy in 1800 meant it for it to be played when it's like, at some point, you know, shit evolved. I mean, look at basketball. They started out with a fucking peach basket, and look what they are now. Guys are dunking and doing all this ridiculous stuff off of, you know, backboard. It's ridiculous what they do in these dunk contests now. And you're like, you know, 200 years ago, they never would have thought however long ago basketball was created, but they never would have thought this would happen. Like, 100 years ago, they, would have, they weren't like, 
man, someone's going to dribble the ball through the legs and cross people over. That's how scoring the baskets are going to be done. Like, they didn't foresee that. But, you know, the game and the people who run basketball have allowed it to evolve to where it is now and to where it's, you know, for the most part, exciting to watch. And they're doing, they've made rules to where, you know, obviously for, you know, for defensive people, it's not the greatest fun thing to watch because you can barely play defense. But people like, people prefer to see scoring. Uh, so they allow, they've made rules to where it's easier to score in basketball and in football now. So no one wants to see there and see, you know, two defensive teams, just, you know, no one wants to see three to three to zero Super Bowl win. Woohoo. Go Chiefs. You won by the, you know, three to zero. Like that would be a boring game to watch, uh, for most people overall. So the people who, the governing bodies who, you know, run these football and basketball have allowed it to be to where people, you know, they they listen to the people. People want more scoring, so they gave them more scoring. I don't. I mean, obviously, people want the pros to be more relatable. Um, so I understand in golf, maybe that maybe the case. They want you know they want when they're watching golf, they want it. They want you know to see a more real, realistic version of what they do on the course. So I can understand that from the point of view. They're like, man, they need to you know do something like. So okay, I like, do something, but like also understand, you know, you got you got to look at the both very different sides of it. On one hand, you have this select, highly like point three percent of people who are playing golf who are pros, and then on the other side, if you have the majority, the ninety eight point you know whatever percent of people who play golf are not playing the same courses. Number one, we're not we're not playing the same courses as the pros. We're not playing the same tees as the pros. We're nowhere, we're not we're nowhere near good as ball strikers as, as the pros, so maybe you should use should you do something for the for the you know like, like I said like there's things you can do to the course to make it to where you know the pros have to do hit certain shots think a little bit you know on their first or second shot um, to where it's not you know a problem but then also. If it's not a problem, if no one in the crowd or whatever is saying, you know, oh my God, this sucks to watch people just bomb the ball. Like, I've never heard anyone, I've never sat and watched a golf tournament with anyone and be like, holy shit, he drove it 340 yards. I'm turning this shit off. Fuck, fuck DJ. Like, no one's saying, no one's ever said that. Like, at least that I've been with, like, no one's ever said that. Like, you know, you, you just have, you, you hear a couple comments from old dudes who can't hit the ball anymore. And you're just like, oh my god! Well, if Jack said it, or if Sevy said it, or whoever like said it, then it's got to be like gospel. It's like no, they're old as crap. Like they just wish they could do what DJ and Brooks does. Like they wish they <laughs> were still fit, like Gary Player. Like you know, it's one of those things where just old boomer being upset, and you don't have to take his word for it, and you know try to do all this research and claim you know what the fuck you're talking about. When you when you really don't, you, you need to listen to the what the fans are saying, what the players are saying, and that whoever is governing golf, like these associations or whatever, like you need a you need some fresh blood. First of all, you need some fucking f- fresh blood. Like this is fucking ridiculous. These people who like, I mean, the they just I mean Augusta just now let women play on the on the course, like just and it, it was amateurs. Like I mean, that's awesome. But then I'm like, 
How do you not? You're going to let some, am- some random-ass amateurs play one or two rounds on the Augusta, but you're not going to let the pro women, the LPGA women on the tour play, play Augusta? So it's like, like, what, like, what kind of shit is that? Like, <laughs> like uh, and then, and, but then you want to complain that Augusta's too short, but you're not going to let the people who can hit those, that the course, you know, people, the people who are playing that distance, which is the LP, LPGA, who are more likely to, for that, you know, course to be played to whatever is meant to be played, you know, by, like, whatever the architecture person wanted to be played like. Like they can play it to that, to that, to, to that, to, to that yardage, but you don't let them play on the course. Like I'm, 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 I bet uh, Lydia Ko and all these other women they would love to play Augusta, but yet 2019 they just finally let women step on the fucking plays on the fucking course, and then it was amateurs. You just skip right over the fucking pros. Like okay. Um, female pros. So I was like, okay, that's stupid, number one. And then, two, I mean, yeah, I mean, golf is so private. It's such a a private thing. Like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just glad, like, the the waste management is is what it is. Like, there's all these memes about all these people getting wasted and all this other shit, but in the 16th hole, people think it's getting, you know, out of hand. It's like... Dude, have you have you been to a have you been to a sporting event before? People want to have fun. Like when you go out, the same people the same people who play who are saying this most likely are out on the course with their, you know, their friends. You know, they're like, hey, uh, Bill, I got this uh, new speaker. I know the kids are into it. You want to play some? You want to play? You know, you got some tunes you want to listen to while we're out here? And they like. Music is starting to become a part of golf, like chilling out, having drinks, hanging with hanging with your boys, having a good time is what golf is becoming like. Like, and then you take that to uh to an event level, and it's like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, I mean, you know, for whatever reason, like I don't I don't know why you would want so much. Like to me, when people are talking or there's music playing in my backswing or while I'm trying to hit a shot, that doesn't bother me. Like, if I'm either, it's either like I'm gonna focus or I'm not gonna focus on hitting the ball. It's like if you can't focus on what's what you have to do, whether no matter what's going on around you, then what are you doing, man? Like, I'm used to I'll put freaking AirPods in my ears and go play by myself and play just fine. Like, nothing about a song is gonna make me hit or not hit a ball right I can do the same thing in silence um so it's like you know if any tour pro had a complaint about oh the music's too loud it's like close to, to the music like <laughs> there's you have senses you can turn them off like you can you can have selective hearing like <laughs> I don't I never did understand that shit and then like, I, I can understand like if it's silent and then out of nowhere somebody says something but if there's, you know, noise or something always constantly happening, it's not going to throw you off as much. So that's kind of just like science, <laughs> you know. Um, See, so yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem if there. I mean, if you did anything, I would just say, hey, like, 
the technology, the balls, you know, the drivers and everything like everything that is out now is perfect. Keep it where it is. And then you go you go to the these venues and you 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 figure out ways to you know, make the chorus harder. You narrow the fairways, you grow the rough, you add a creek or something here and there, you you know, you add some native waste bunker or something like, you know, I don't know. Like there's stuff you can do do geography. Like I mean literally all you have to do is freaking take a bulldozer, dig up the fucking fairway, throw down some sand or something and be like, Alright, you hit it three hundred and thirty yards, you're fucked. You gotta hit out some sand. Like I mean, that can't be more expensive than trying to buy some land and you know, extend uh, a fairway or something like that, you know, like buying more grass and buying more seed fertilizer. It's just sand. It's just sand and a bulldozer. Like, figure it out. There's stuff, I mean, like I said, there's stuff you can do. I told you about a couple of the holes, the par fives that are smart, smartly, you know, for most amateurs, for 90% of amateurs, are three hole, you know, par fives you know there's no there's no pro coming to my course coming to my muni playing these courses you know what i'm saying playing playing those holes and so like you know you gotta think like what the everyday golfer is playing versus what the the courses the tour pros are, are playing like you know no member wants to go out there with 20 yards of fairway and be like, shit, every time I fucking hit my driver, I'm in the, in the rough, you know? So there's stuff you can do. There's, you know, bringing the fairway narrower, you can, you know, you can easily cut that away. So for the week after the tournament, the, the members can, you know, have what they had beforehand. Um, you know, so like things that you can actually change, uh, and that will, you know, kind of a compromise for both sides members can have what they want the members and us amateurs can have what we want and tour people like they can have what they think they need which is you know modified courses and have to hit you know stingers and shot different kind of shots and clubs off the tee um which like i said it's only like it's only like a few people that are hitting the ball you know 330 yards man the rest of them are out there at best, you know, 290. I mean, Webson Simpson won the Waste Management Open short game. He he was not that long off the tee. You had Tony Finau just give the, give, the, give the tournament away, and he's, he's you know, he hit a 360-yard bomb. Who the fuck cares if he hit a 360-yard bomb? He lost the tournament. The guy who was more consistent with his short game won the tournament. Which is what it all boils down to. Like... I mean, it go. I mean, you say it every. You, people say it all the time. Who gives a fuck? You gotta have a short game. You gotta be able to putt. You gotta be able to chip. That's what Webster did. As boring as he is, like that's. I mean, that's how he won the game. Putting, like that's how he won the champ. The, uh, the tournament, whatever the fuck. So it's like stuff you can do, and at the end of the day. It all comes down to a short game. No matter how far you can drive the ball 360 yards, but if you duff a chip, then who the fuck cares? Like that drive meant nothing if you duff the chip. I mean, 
<laughs> then you're fighting for par, you know? So, stuff you can do to the course. Short game matters more than anything. And that's it. That's all I got to say. Boomers, get the fuck out of the way. A new generation of people and golf is coming. You just need to get out of the way and let it happen. Quit trying to micromanage every everything. Just, I mean, let's have some fun, you know? 2020, have fun. That's my motto. Yeah, boom diggity. Woo! <laughs>